this is Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, episode 18, with your host Colton. And, I guess, co-host... John. Yeah. Um, playing the part of Jasmine tonight will be Mr. Jonathan. Yes. So, yeah, Jasmine's not available because she's, she has family reunions to go to. And Jay is indisposed. I'm so happy I don't have those, because I don't have a family. Okay, okay. <laughs> sure. That, you got really blue. Okay. Um, no, I meant to say that I don't have a lot of family, but then it came out as not not family. You, that came out really sad, like, <laughs> it, it's it's such a good thing that I don't have to deal with those I need a, I don't have a family. I need a brain. I mean, fuck. I, <laughs> need, I need to get a hold of my brain. <laughs> well, John, I, I do agree, you do need a brain. Yes. I, I think your brain, brain needs an update. Just stick a USB drive in my ear. <laughs> now downloading Windows 9. <laughs> downloading Windows. Uh, so, um, yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna do some stuff this episode. I know how much you guys like stuff. Yeah, stuff. Don't you like stuff, John? I like stuff. But you know what I hate, though? Stuff stuff? No, junk. Oh. I don't like junk. I like stuff. Alright, uh, well that things. that bit went nowhere. Um, we're gonna... <laughs> Speaking of bits! Well, do you, do well, you guys... well, hold on, well, hold on, hold on. Well, okay, fine, I guess go ahead. Well, you know what, yeah. Because you wanted me to do it so bad, I guess I have to do it. That I do my own podcast, it's called Pony Bits, because you know, people on here obviously care about ponies. Because you know, you know that we do this. Because we've... Fuck! We... we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast called Pony... Bony <laughs> Bits. <laughs> I have a podcast called Pony Bits, and you should check it out, because it's my podcast, actually, and he's helping me. It's like the other way around. And we talk about ponies and all this cool stuff. We just released an episode where we talked about the first two episodes of the show. Yes. That was that was, that that was, was a good one. I had a lot of fun doing that. I, I did, too. We, we didn't have to talk about too much. It was a nice, simple conversation. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, we do have an iTunes feed for that now. Yay. So people can finally download us on iTunes. Yay. So um, I'll be sure to leave a link to that in the show notes. Yay. And uh. I think I think the next episode we're doing uh, sometime in the next week or so is going to be about the first issue of the comics. Are, are, are you excited to talk about the comics, John? Yes. Well, that's good. Um, uh, so far, they're okay, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, I'll, I'll save my full judgment on the first issue of the comics for the episode. Uh, but hopefully that'll come out. Uh, I, I think we should try to um, try to release that before July, uh-huh. just, just just to be general. I don't really want to give a exact date and then be wrong and be like, "Oops, uh, uh, sorry, I meant um this date or something." <laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody should go download that if you uh, if you like if you like us and you like My Little Pony. So yeah, yeah. And then um, I think I might have some some cool podcasting stuff coming up soon. Um, well, I don't know. I, I guess I guess you guys are going to get to see a little uh, or hear. I guess because you can't really see us, you're, <laughs> you're going to hear a bit of a behind the scenes stuff here. I guess if, if any of you guys care about that. Um, so I'm going to eventually try to, or or I'm thinking about at least starting up another podcast. Um, which I'm going to be calling the Manga Podcast Thing, because I literally could not come up with a better title. (laughs) (laughs) While while John laughs at my title. Manga Podcast Thing. 
Because it's a thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that should be our slogan. You know what they say, it's a thing. Yep, that's what everybody says. Yep. Uh, but basically what I'm going to be doing on that podcast is, uh, well, first off, I, I won't have any of the usual people that I have on my other podcast. I mean, if they want to come on, that's fine, but... Uh, basically, I'll be doing that podcast with uh, my best friend, Chris, who will be coming home soon from his uh, time at school in Florida, you know, becoming the best chef in the world because he likes cooking. Not really. This isn't some shonen manga. Um, and then uh, with my other friend, Michael, who uh, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, ki- I'm kind of nervous about doing a podcast with him because uh, he's <laughs> very, uh, how do I put this mildly? He's very outspoken. <laughs> But but he's a good guy though. I I like talking with him about stuff. He'll 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 just serve as another perspective. I should really think about it that way. Basically, we'll be talking about you know what else manga, and that's pretty much what I'm gonna kind of stick to at first. But eventually, I wouldn't mind like talking about just other stuff in general, like movies and other anime, other TV shows, maybe some books or so. And basically, just entertainment in general. Um, and uh, kind of, I want to, I want to maybe start this podcast because uh, it'll give me a little bit more motivation to get into stuff that I hadn't previously uh, been into. Because uh, I'll be honest, I I watch I watch some I watch so much manga because I can watch it. <laughs> I watch so much anime and I read a lot, read so much manga where that's pretty much a lot of that's like ninety percent of what I consume. I mean, I don't mind trying other things, but that just happens to be a lot of what I consume. So this podcast will, in the future, kind of hopefully serve as a kind of a way for me to get into other things and give me an excuse to get into other things so I can maybe talk about them with my friends and you stuff. you eat that? What? You eat it? John, you know what I mean, and you better shut up. <laughs> so, yeah... Um, hopefully that'll be a thing sometime at the end of the, at at the end of this summer. Uh, either that, or I actually thought about maybe doing another podcast, if, if I decide that manga podcast thing, is it something that I like doing, maybe, I don't know, but, uh, so yeah, what you been doing, John? Going to our con. Uh, yeah, local cons again? Yeah, except this one is fairly new. It's his first time, so yeah, there wasn't much there. They didn't get like they were supposed to raise up about five hundred dollars from people through you know donations. They didn't get that far, so a lot of the stuff in the convention center was closed down. There was no vendor room. There wasn't a lot of panels that were very interesting, and a lot of the people that were doing the panels were new people, so that they would give a, be given a chance to you know be a cool panel sort of person. But it's it's for experience. It's nice, though, how small it was, because I was able to socialize with people without being, like, too overwhelmed. I got to learn about a lot of cool people. Game Room was awesome, too. Hmm. Had Soul Calibur Five, Tekken oh, Six, that's cool. Street Fighter, Super Mario, Mario Kart 8, the new one. Ooh. And it also had Killer Instinct, the new release for the Xbox One, which, it's pretty much button-mashed the game. I'm just like, what do I do? Just, I'm just pressing all the buttons. And then I win. Well, sounds, sounds like me with every other video game. Yeah. I should have brought an Uno deck. Because a lot of the times was just boring, unfortunately. Uh, 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 you know, much like other conventions that we go to sometimes. Yeah. We need we need to try to go to an actual like industry convention sometimes. We also need to try to dress up. I dress up sometimes. Well, yes, and I need to dress up because every time I go, I don't dress up, and I should dress up. 
Yeah, I remember you wanted to uh, dress up as Snake one time or something. No, I wanted to dress up as Phoenix Wright. Uh, that's right. Right, right? Oh, I, I knew you were going to make a dumb joke. Um, so, yeah. D- didn't didn't we just get into a new series, John? That, um, that's yeah, yeah, getting it's, fairly it's, popular? Yeah, yeah, and it's and I'd say it's probably the most, the most favorite. Yes, it is my favorite new... God, fuck! It is my new favorite show. I enjoy it so much. Like, when we watch it, I'm just like, I don't want to take a break after two hours. I'm just like, I want more. I want to finish this right now. Well, well, can you, can you tell the people what show we're talking about? No. Okay, well, uh, we're, I, I got John into the new uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime. Yay. Yep. Yeah, how, how, do you like, how are you liking that so far? I fucking love it. There's a nice balance between talkity-talky, sad scenes, and fights. There are so many fights that I wasn't expecting out of something called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where it starts off with JoJo being, like, a guy who's grew up to be a gentleman. So many fights. And, and, and it's like, it goes from being, like, slice of life in the very, very beginning to, like, Vampire Hunter, to zombies, to freaking Haman, like, fucking Dragon Ball Z, to actual gore where I wasn't expecting people's limbs being chopped off and then it goes into being strategic and it goes into sort of like what what's like a strategic sort of thing where they're fighting but they're they're trying to like outsmart the opponent um isn't isn't there a lot of that in part 2 there is tons of that in part two, and I love it. But but and a it, lot of it's bullshit, though. Haman <laughs> goes straight through metal, but metal is from the ground, and Haman does not go through ground at I, all. I have a scarf that that um that Isn't cancels it? out your hummel. And it's made out of beetles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just stuck all these grenades to you with this other grenade. Yes, I did that. And it's like, oh, okay. That was cool, but it didn't make any sense. I don't care it doesn't make any sense, though. Yeah, part two is probably my favorite so far. Yes. Uh, what, what do you think of part three so far? Part three has a lot of more interesting characters and takes a little darkier edge. Darkier. Darkier edge. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Everybody should go watch JoJo on Crunchyroll. <laughs> I'll probably mention that again when we get to the uh, anime segment. Which, by the way, I still haven't told people what we're actually doing on this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to be covering chapters 21 and 22 of the manga. Uh, and then we're going to be having our usual life lesson segment, the usual anime manga comparison segment, and then that'll probably end the show. So, um, with talk of podcasting and JoJo and very small cons, are you ready to get into this, John? Yeah, no. Well, that's too bad. I'm going to start anyway. Time for our double manga recap of chapter twenty one and twenty two. But yeah, first, we're legal. gonna yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start off with chapter twenty one. Kids' annoyance factor is proportional to the length of their hair. A very odd chapter title. I'm sure we'll talk about that later in the life lesson. Makes sense, though. Sure. Um, <clears throat> well, let's let's save that for the life lesson. Okay, story. I will. I'm ju- I'm just pointing that out. Okay. Um. So. Um, yeah, I... This is a very odd title page. 
Like it just it feels kind of I don't know. Like I don't know. It's like that it. 80s style of art where it has the picture of like the same person except they're all four colors or different. Yeah. How did you see that before? I've seen it before. It's sort of like that. Like I don't know. I guess uh, what do you think of the colors in the in this title page? They're, they they don't have like some some of them are warm some of them are cool like blue and red so it doesn't really have a theme it's just random yeah it it looks very artsy I guess but that's about it I mean we have like we have Kintoki and we have Kagura we got a very small square for Hasegawa and we got uh, I almost called him Kagura <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's Otai uh, Shinpachi trying to look cool in his Otsu getup which that ain't gonna work. Uh, Sadaharu, Shinsengumi, and Otose. It's funny how the Shinsengumi get brown. It's like Gintoki <clears throat> painted this, and it's like, oh, they're shit. I'm gonna color them like shit. <laughs> it's literally I brown. Uh, but I guess the, chap- the chapter title, the chapter title page is a thing, I guess. Um, I, uh, if, if I had to compare, like, color pages, I think I probably like, um, this is probably my least favorite so far. I like the black and white better. Yeah, actually, it does look a little better in black and white, doesn't it? Because all the different colors kind of just upset the mood. Yeah, it's it's a weird uh, combination. Like, it doesn't really feel... I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the right word to describe it. It just feels kind of weird. So, John, you want to uh, start us off here in the first two pages? Yeah. So, what's 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 going on? How does it start off? I'm in the middle of an alley while Gintoki's being existential again. <laughs> What is right? What is wrong? In the morass of everyday existence, it's not easy to answer such philosophical questions. He's carrying all this jump, and he goes, and you ju- and you can't just let somebody fuck, and you can't just go by somebody else's rules. You'd just be a puppet that can't make its own decisions. In the end, you alone are accountable for your choices. You have to live by your own rules. As he walks up to a um, trash alley, and then he goes, Shonen Jump should be put on trash put out in trash burning day because when i read it i feel like burning something and then the next panel otose comes out of nowhere kicks him in the head and and uh takes his words and says you're about to get burned you moron and so she's saying how many times i gotta fucking tell you to put the freaking shonen jump in the recyclables you can't burn them how are you gonna know when to separate garbage putting everything out on trash burning day shit and then, can, can we just point out real quick that she's dressed as a trash can? <laughs> what? <laughs> she is? You didn't notice that? No, I did not see that. Like, we, we notice it in this panel why, here, too. Why is she a trash can? Yeah, that's really weird. Like, was she just sitting out there hiding? I'm gonna get that fucker. <laughs> I'm gonna get his right mug. Mug him. And then fucking... Gintoki comes up and makes a really good point. He says, I hate non-combustible trash. What does it even mean, non-combustible? It makes it sound like it won't burn. Why can't I burn books? It's not going to cause fucking global warming. <laughs> and then Otosi is like, but it will burn. Those, those sanitation workers are just too lazy to do it. No, or, no, or no, that's, Gintoki say? no that's still Gintoki. Yeah. And then Otosi is like, shut up. You think too much. And so she spits out her cigarette near the trash, and she goes, anyway, take those back home. There's been a lot of arson going around, so you better get out of here, because they're really strict. What happens next, Colton? Well, um, Gintoki's just kind of bitching, oh man, she's such a bitch. I guess I'll just, I'll just use my jump as toilet paper, because, which is very, very odd to hear him say, because I know the paper, the kind of paper that they use in jump magazines are really, really thin, like they're, they're they're like thin to the point where like if you put up a page to the light, 
like uh, like up to a light. You can see you can see the panels on the other page is really weird. Uh, but I wonder how they're able to write on it with a like carrying <clears throat> page. They they draw on like stronger paper because there's the they have paper specifically for drawing manga on. But anyway. Yeah, so Kentucky's just kind of bitching to himself, like I said, and um, while he's doing that, he starts to feel some kind of heat from, from, from behind him, and he starts to notice that the trash is now suddenly on fire, and he's like, oh, what's going on? What? What? Is this the work of that arsonist? And he's, and then he suddenly realizes that, oh my god, that old bitch threw her cigarette on the trash. <laughs> Like, how does a fire light up this fast? I don't get it. I need water. Water, water, water. How am I supposed to find water where I am? And then he has an idea. And I, I like this little bubble here with the with the, with the light bulb. Ting! <laughs> and he gets the idea to just piss on the fire. And he's just trying to talk to himself. And he's like, okay, buddy. You can believe, I, you can believe in yourself. I believe in you. You can do this. You can do this. Now, now I'm thinking about Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> you can win. You can do this. I can win. <laughs> um, and he's about to do this when um, somebody uh, uh, extinguishes the fire and him. And um, we, we get we get this uh, we get this girl here who comes out of nowhere and she's like, "Oh, so you finally exposed yourself, huh, Mister Serial Arsonist?" And now that I, Tatsumi, of, of the firefighters, have identified you, don't expect to escape with your life. And Kentoki's just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to keep pissing over here. And he's just kind of like, okay, can you not stare at me? <laughs> it, it's going to go back up if you keep staring at me. What's funny about how she said expose yourself, because he's exposing himself two ways. Oh, ha, 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 I, I get it. <laughs> adult humor, which is not even that mature. <laughs> yeah, adult humor is usually not that mature. <laughs> it's ironic. A, a, good, a good example of that would be the Cat in the Hat movie. Adult humor. Uh, but anyway, um, what what happens after that? Child? What happens that after that is that this chick gets a fire hydrant and you hear a big clonk, so you assume that hit him, hit Kentucky in the head with the fire fire extinguisher, and they end up in the fire fire. Firefire, firefighter place, the end. headquarters. Headquarters, yes, HQ. And he's not too banged up from the from the uh, fire hydrant. He just has a scratch on his eye. Yeah, like you you would think that would like I don't know. I feel like he'd have a bigger black eye or something. Yeah, they they do that better in the anime. Yeah, they do. And Gintoki's trying to confess himself. He's like, "That's what I was trying to tell you. I was just trying to put the fire out." And then um, they're they're in the room, and the girl's obviously not believing him. She's like, "Stop lying, you flasher arsonist! Delicate girl like me is going to get traumatized after seeing your dirty thing." And then Kentucky's like, "Well, you know, this experience will only make you stronger." <laughs> and the girl's just like, "Just what a girl wants to hear from the guy who traumatized her." And she goes to grab him, and he's about to hit him again. And she goes, "You jerk! Just think." You think just because I'm a woman you can make a full MEA? When I became a full firefighter, I rolled up my gender in a wad of tissues and threw it in the trash, which is contradictory because she went on about how she's a delicate girl. Uh, yeah, that is very contradictory. I, I just realized that. And then Gintoki brings up another good point. Well, then this shouldn't be an issue since you've already seen a few hoses in your day. Wrap up what, <laughs> Firefighter humor! <laughs> wrap up what you just saw and throw it away, too. 
you know? <laughs> Please, this is embarrassing for me, too, you know? And then she's like, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the point. I'm talking about arson. And she's like, I told you, didn't I? And then these guys walk in. And they're like, you guys are fucking loud. What the hell is going on? Yeah, and I wonder who these guys are. Well, uh, these guys are the firefighters with um, the chief who has a very cool scar on his eye. Uh, he's the guy in the middle next to the guy with the very wavy black hair. He looks kind of cool. Hmm? Like, like I, I like this guy's design. He's just, he has this black wavy hair and he has this really stern look on his face and he has the, he has the facial hair. And, and uh, I think he has a couple of tattoos... Um, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to make out. Um, he, he could be like, he could be like a Yakuza firefighter or something. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Weird. That'd be awesome. Um, actually, I, I love this, I love this bald guy here. This bald guy here on the right looks really weirdly drawn. <laughs> like, his eyes are just, like, looking down. And I don't know, I just think he's drawn very weirdly. It, it, like, it's like... Yeah, like, where is his, um, eyelid... It's just an eye, and it's like Sharachi was drawing, and he's like, "I don't want to draw it anymore." He just <laughs> he just stopped, and he's like, "That's good enough." Um, but uh, yeah, the fire chief here, uh, the guy in the middle, is like, "Oh, we're trying to get some sleep to rest up in case of an emergency. We put a lid on it." And uh, uh, the firefighter chick uh, Tatsumi is just like, "Oh, hey everyone! I captured the arsonist! Yay!" And they're all just like, oh my god, another one? You've already hauled in like eight people this week, and none of them were the right one. <laughs> enough of this enough of this enough of, enough of this crap Nancy Drew, which I thought was kind of an odd line. But uh yeah. Why? Um nothing. I just I just I just thought the wording was very um specific. Nancy Drew. Yeah, because Nancy Drew is a detective. No, I mean I, I, I get I get why it's I get why it's like that. I just I just thought it was odd, because it's like this in the manga, and they use the same exact line in the Crunchyroll subs, too. Well, I mean, it's not the exact <clears throat> same, but it is Nancy Drew still. But, yeah. Yeah, cool. But, uh, yeah, he's just kind of like, oh, just stop doing the stupid shit. Stop poking your nose and stuff where it doesn't belong. And uh, Tatsumi replies that uh, preventing fires is a part of a firefighter's job, thank you. And that you, there's no question about this one. He was He was setting fires by the garbage... Is this so? Yeah, he's obviously the arsonist. And then uh, we get a little announcement, I guess, over the PA saying that a fire has broken out in the uh, at the tofu shop on the corner of Three Chome, uh, and that the origin appears to be the garbage heap next to the corner grocery store. And uh, they hear this, and the fire chief is like, "Okay, let's let's roar out, guys." And um, Gintoki's like, "See, I." fucking told you so. I mean, you didn't fucking listen to me. <laughs> and um, Tatsumi's just like, oh, um, yeah, oops. And um, the fire chief is just like, look, Tatsumi, I'm just gonna, just gonna, I'm just gonna... Let me level with you. Yeah, let, let me level with you. You're, you're, I know you're desperate and you want to prove yourself to the rest of us, but you're just, you're just chasing your own tail. Like, face it, women suck at firefighting. Like, just stop. You're a woman. You can't do anything. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's not actually what he says, but he might as well be saying that. Uh, but anyway, go on, John. Okie dokie. So she's obviously really pissed, and she goes, Hey. No. <laughs> the guy's like, well, Hey! The... No. <laughs> the guy's like, Hey, I'm not trying to run you into the ground, but y'all, you should call it quits. You just get in the way whenever there's a fire, and don't come. don't bother coming with us. 
at all. That's and, that, that's gotta suck to you. Yeah, and Gintoki stares at the fist that is shaking, and he feels that he should help her. I guess. I sure. And so we get a little part where they're coming out of the house, and then uh, Tatsumi is like, "Oh, I called your family. They'll they'll come pick you up. Sorry about all this crap that I did." And then Gintoki's like, "Really? I really wish you hadn't done that." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Oh, sorry." Got you into this mess. Man, I always mess up! Stupid! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Failure complex. <laughs> and Kentucky's like, eh, don't worry about it. Forget about it. After all, I, I was exposed you to something um, awesome and terrible, so we're, we're even. It's the exact line, too, and I love that. <laughs> and she's like, ever since I met you, all you talk about is your dick. <laughs> She's so weird. She walks away, and Gintoki's like, where, where, "Where are you going?" And then she's like, "I'm looking for the arsonist, of course. I'm not going to give up because those guys told me so. I'm going to be a firefighter. I'm going to be the greatest firefighter in the Edo, and I won't let those freaking clowns defeat me or the arsonist." So Gintoki just stares and watches her leave. And then... And then stuff happens where Kagura comes out of nowhere and she's like, You naughty boy! And she, she, she just kicks Gintoki in the back of the head. And she is leaning on Gintoki and just smacking the shit out of him. And she's just saying a bunch of weird shit like, Oh, where'd you learn Where'd you learn to pay with fire? It's not how we brought you up. You've humiliated your father. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> or, or in the enemy. <laughs> but she's saying, hey, hey, hey. I, I, I don't know. Um, and I love, I love this face Kentucky's making. He's like, oh my god, where the fuck did you get any of that? She's like, oh, it was, um, it was in a show I watched called The City Never, City That Never Sleeps, Edo Hachi, 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 Blah, Blory, 24 Hours. Hachi, Blah, 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 Blory. Can't wait to visit that place. I, I, I love, I love that show. Um, I, I just, I excerpted it from, from an episode I watched, and Gintoki's like, well, stop just repeating shit you see on TV. If you're gonna fill your memory with stupid stuff like that, you're gonna forget your keys all the time, which is a really random line. They had a better line in the anime. <laughs> yeah, they did. I don't even remember what, what it was. What it was. it was where it was like, you only learn about the strangest things. You can forget about being a normal human being. Yeah, that is a better or, line. Or an adult. And then we have, uh, um, I think this is his first time in the manga, but I, I think we see him in the anime a lot. Yeah. At this point, a uh, uh, little little dumbass kid named Yo, which I hope he doesn't have as many appearances in the manga because he's just he's just he's just a normal, bland little dick kid. He's, the guy with the yeah. lips and the fat face is the one I can remember. Yeah, that, that's that's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess we, he's with this friend. He's like, "Hey, Yo, that's really confusing. Like, who names her kid Yo? Like." I, I like you're you're just setting up you're just setting up your son or daughter for confusion. Like, <laughs> hey yo, what? That's no, you, I'm not talking you say, to you. I'm just calling why, my friend. Hey yo, that's why you say hey yo chan. Hey yo chan, check out the weirdo. What are you doing here? And they're just they're they're picking on Tatsumi who decides to hire herself in a, Who's a garbage a lot can. Older, right? I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah. Why couldn't she beat him up? I don't know, because maybe because well, I mean they're they're rattling. Can't do anything. Well, well, obvious. Well, obviously, we, we we did learn that you know she's trying to be a firefighter, which which means she obviously can't do anything because she's a woman. <laughs> 
that, that's the takeaway from this chapter is that women can't do anything. <laughs> God. We're, no. we're kidding. We, we, we don't actually believe in that. No, we don't. We believe women can do anything. We believe that women will rule the world one day. Except vote. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. W- women can vote. Um, they can because of the law. Somebody's gonna actually take the stupid shit we're saying seriously, and they're gonna I send know, us an email. But, be, be, but because of the Nineteenth Amendment, they can they can vote. Well, what, wait, what's the Nineteenth Amendment? It gives women the right to vote. Oh, well, well, you never know. Well, you never know. Somebody, somebody could actually take it, take take us seriously. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to actually take us seriously. <laughs> Give us hate mail. <laughs> I, I I stopped listening to you guys because oh. you started talking about women, and I don't like that. I don't like it when you start talking about politics. Look, <laughs> <laughs> and all the women, feminists will start fucking trying to kill us. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, enough about hate mail. Yeah, but and she, I don't know, she probably can't do too much because she's probably stuck inside that trash can. And it doesn't help that, you know, they're rattling around the trash can. Yeah. Um, and they, and they, and they're, and they're, and one of them, one of them says the weirdest stuff like, oh, you want to go back to the womb? You want to try to squeeze back into mommy? Which is a really weird thing to say. But uh, where, I don't know where these kids learn. I don't know where the kids learn their thing. Yeah, kids, kids are dumb. But, um, yeah, they just, they just kind of run away after picking on her and she's like, I'm going to track you down. I'm going to shave off your goddamn mullets. Because they kind of have mullets, sort of. Yeah, because that's threatening. Well, hey, I'd, I'd be kind of. I'd be kind of scared if someone shaved off all my hair. I'd be kind of scared if somebody shaved my balls instead. Well, um, I, I guess that's a good point. Um, anyway, she's just kind of like, oh, stupid kids. Um, I noticed that there's a, there's this panel here, and there's a Pepsi can in there. You see that? <laughs> it's just a random Pepsi can. Like, like you get, it just yeah, says you get Peps. But, but I'm pretty sure... Well, okay, yeah, it does It does just say Peps. <laughs> peps. Hey, hey, John, you like Peps? No! I like Pepsi! Ew, nobody likes Pepsi. Because it means Pep, yes. Uh, sure. Pepsi. Uh, but en- enough of me pointing out stupid things that don't mean anything. Um, <laughs> but uh, Tatsumi has... Product placement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not as bad as the gum. <laughs> I would totally buy a Gintama the, cu- the, gum called the gum. The gum. The gum. Introducing Shirachi's The Gum. The Gum. It's the gum that you want to chew. Well, there is a product called gum. Oh, just gum? Yeah, just gum. Oh, that's really weird. Anyway, we're, we're getting off track. Um, Tatsumi has these uh, narration boxes, and she's just kind of saying, oh, all these acts of arson are happening in the garbage, collect- gar- garbage collection spots in uh, Kabuki-cho. And if I'm patient enough and limit my surveillance to one location, maybe, and, you know, instead of running all over the place, I'm sure to catch him in the act, which I guess that kind of makes sense. I guess. I mean, it, you know, you obviously want to make sure you have a very educated guess as to where the arsonist is going to go to next, but still. And uh, c- c- continue, the, continue these uh, thoughts for me, John. Oh, oh, yes. She goes through a transition where she comes, she remembers what the uh, leader said. Anyway... Women suck at firefighting, and then he go. Then she thinks, "Who does he think he is talking down to me like that?" Come to think of it, it was the same thing that time too. Flashback. Flashback. <clears throat> it comes down to a burning house, and you see a little girl standing in front of it with people behind her. Poor kid, lost both of her parents. How will she make it at her age? 
and then you assume that that little girl is her, and the people are still talking about behind her while you look straight at her blank, sad face. If you're so worried about her, why don't you take her in? Don't joke around. We don't have that kind of money. And so people are just, like, letting her just stay there. And Yeah, you know, I, I like that. Somebody's like, oh, if you're so worried about her, why don't you take care of her? Yeah. Bitch, please, I can't do that. And she's standing there while people leave, and one guy goes behind her and says, Hey, and you recognize his face, and it's the chief from, you know, the fire... Fire, HQ, fireplace. HQ, yes. The fireplace. The fireplace. <laughs> he goes, you little, I saved your life and everything, so at least try to look happy, will you? And he says, well, if you can't manage that, why don't you just take a sw- swing at my ne- schnoz? Just come out and fight him. Just go on about how I should have saved your mother and father and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Because I know you're going to say that. And then she's like, bastard. And then... And, and then uh, she's uh, she starts crying and stuff, and it's kind of sad, and she's like, she's saying stuff like, oh, why'd you have to save me? should have let me die with my mommy and daddy. Which is very sad, actually. And the fire chief just kind of looking at her and pats her on the head, and he's like, don't you ever say that again. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, that's right. And uh, we cut back to the uh, f- uh, the, fi- the fire fireplace, the, the firefighter headquarters, uh, be called. The, the, let's just call it the fireplace. That would be cool. If it's called the fireplace. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, the fire chief is uh, telling the rest of his men that basically he's going to take Tatsumi in, and everybody's just kind of like, um, "Hey, chief, that's really dumb. Why are we taking in this kid? You're just going to take in every kid that gets orphaned because of a fire? There'll be no end to it." And he's just kind of like, "Shut the fuck up. I'll do whatever the fuck I want." I'm the chief. I pay all your guys' salaries, so you better shut the fuck up. Um, and then uh, we cut to uh, uh, the uh, the side of a riverbank, um, and Tatsumi is just sitting in the ground with uh, with the fire chief, and the fire chief is just talking to Tatsumi. Uh, listen up, brat. Now, from this day on, uh, the firefighters and I, uh, we're going to be your family, and the fireplace is going to be your home. That sounds really bad out of context. <laughs> The fireplace will be your grave. Hey, Daddy, where's my new home? In the fireplace. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and he's just kind of go on that. You know, we firemen are kind of like family, so it's not like adding a brat like you is going to really change anything. But remember, if, if, even, if even a single brat disappears, you know, there's someone out there who's going to be sad about it. You got that, you rotten kid? Um, and then we cut back to uh, Tatsumi present day, just sitting there with her uh, heads heads head in her arms just probably very solemn just thinking about the past and stuff Mm. but uh what happens after that john what happens after is that she stops daydreaming and her eyes uh dilate and her face is really cute right there yeah it is kind of cute and then she's like damn it i fell asleep and then she realizes that somebody's in in the side of the wall and then gintoki's just here for no fucking reason he's just like nothing to report from the front and she, he just has. What is he eating? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. He, maybe, maybe, um, maybe anpan or something like a sweet, sweet jelly thing. Sweet jelly donut. Yeah, if this were four kids, it'd be a jelly donut. <laughs> Nothing beats. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I like freaking the Pokemon one with the rice balls. Brock, the dub people are literally just like, this is stupid. They're like, I love eating this donut. They put do- emphasis on donut to make themselves look stupid. It was great. Nothing beats a good jelly donut. donut. <laughs> 
And so he goes, have a sweet dream, sis, while you were doing your thing. And then she falls on trash can again. She's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he goes on top of the trash can and finishes off his donut. And then he says, well, that arsonist has been causing me trouble, too. And I'll never be able to burn my jump comics as long as he's around. So, also, firefighter's a girl saves the day. It has a nice ring to it. I'd like to hear that in the headline of a paper. And she's like, you. Huh. And then, doom. Somebody appears out of nowhere. Something is afoot. Something is afoot. Which is funny because it is afoot. And um, that's the end of chapter 21. Um, do you have anything to say about that chapter? Um, it's weird how it is with the anime and the manga. The anime makes it a whole episode, but this makes it two parts. Well, yeah, I mean, I can kind of understand that. Um, I, that's just kind of the way it's written, but... Um... Uh, do, do you have anything that, that you want to say particularly about this I, chapter, or do you or do you want to wait till we cover both chapters? I want to wait until we get to the manga anime comparison because I have a lot to say about that. Oh uh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so I guess we'll just uh, jump straight to ch- uh, chapter slash lesson twenty two, whichever you want to call it. Uh, chapter twenty two. Oh boy, stress makes you bald, <laughs> but it's stressful to avoid stress. So you end up stressed out anyway, so in the end there's nothing you can do. Which, that pretty uh, much explains itself. Yeah, pretty much. That's a, gr- that's a great chapter title. Um, but uh, we start off here, uh, where we left off, with um, two feet. It's just two feet. There's, there's, there's no one else. It, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's one, the dad from Cow and Chicken. It's the dad from Cow and Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's just legs. <laughs> hey, Mom, where are you? <laughs> Bitch, aren't you supposed to be cooking me my pork buns? But I only have legs. Right. <laughs> How the fuck do we cook? That's messed up. <laughs> we have the kids do it. <laughs> that's that's kind of fucked up. It's like, fucked up how they're just legs. No, that's that's even more fucked up how like they have their own kids who are cow who's a cow and a chicken. Yeah, mom had cook, a cow, mom, pork. mom had a chicken, mom had a cow, and dad was proud he didn't care how. What the fuck? What the fuck do we watch as children? Weird shit. I remember when they had cow and chicken toys for McDonald's. The bag would feature the picture of them, and they would show the full picture of the dad and the mom. They were literally shoes and legs, and you would see the top empty. The whole room with just legs, and it's like, they're not people. They're just legs that talk. <laughs> well, I mean, it's better than um, Miss Bellum from uh, Powerpuff Girls. Who doesn't have a face. That's, that, that really scared me. A lot for the longest time. <laughs> Except she did have a dog head in that one episode where they all turned to the dogs. Yeah, so she does have a face behind it. I guess so. Um, but anyway... Or she's secretly the Slender Man. Sure, why not? <laughs> Slender Woman. Uh, and then, um, anyway, b- back to the manga. Um, Gintoki and uh, Tatsumi are both hiding behind the garbage. And um, they see somebody sneaking through the garbage. And Gintoki's like, oh, that's no question about it. That is your arsonist. And Tatsumi's just kind of like, um, okay, how can you tell? And, um, Gintoki says, oh, innocent people wouldn't have sound effects like sneak, sneak, now would they? (laughs) And (laughs) Gintoki Gintoki does the same thing, and Tatsumi's like, um, now you're doing it! What the fuck, man? Um... And then uh, Gintoki just comments that, "Whoa, he's he's not he's not just stopping at sneak sneak. Now he's adding these artsy sound effects. This guy's a terror." <laughs> and, and the sneak sound effects look really, um, I guess, look scarier. They look edgy. Yeah. Um, and Tosmi's just like, "Oh, shut up! Oh my god, just wait a second. I, oh wait, I I know that logo on the back of his shirt. Um, and it turns out to be the fire chief. 
uh, glancing around bum, bum, bum. and shifting his eyes uh, very uh, bum, 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 shut up bum, bum. very uh, I'm sorry very um, suspiciously <laughs> oh damn it and um, Gintoki's like hey yeah isn't that the guy this is this a weird line he's like hey isn't that the guy from there who did that thing <laughs> like he just doesn't really care duh Dun 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 dun. This is like him throwing the manga down, and you still play the music. That's funny. Um, yeah, and Tatsumi's just like, "Oh no, Chief, what are you doing here? No, it can't be." Uh, but then he um holds up a very um erotic looking magazine, and he's just like, "Oh," and um he's <laughs> he's he's just talking to himself. He's like. I guess I'll throw this away, or maybe not, or I don't want to throw this away. I, I kind of like this one. This is my favorite issue. And Kentucky's like, oh, it looks like he's just stopping by to throw away his porno magazines. And Tatsumi is just in shock, and he, she just falls over like, oh, my God. <laughs> and the chief is like, oh, it's it's you, Tatsumi. Um, what are you doing here? And Tatsumi's like, um, me? What are you doing all the way out here throwing away your porn? And... He's like, um, no, I just, um, I came away, I came here to throw away my jump. And she's like, um, no, you just put that on top of your porno magazine stack to camouflage it. And, um, what, what happens here, John? And then Yotoki's like, man, I hope I don't turn out to be this creepy old guy. And then she's like, oh, you mean someone who hides his porn so punk kids don't pick it up? I, I, uh, lo- I love that, how he just hides these porn magazines behind him. Yeah. <laughs> He's the epitome of just, like, irony. 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 And then he sits next to the guy, and he's like, I get, I get teenagers home, so I, I can't bring that kind of publications back with me. And then he's like, idiot! Teenagers need more stuff than... Need this stuff more than anyone. And then, sh- then uh, yeah, Tatsumi plays a straight woman, and she goes, nobody needs it, you fucking jerks. And, um... Then the chief is like, well, never mind that nonsense. What are you doing here, of all people? You aren't poking your nose where it shouldn't be here, are you? And then she's like, I'm not going to quit, no matter what porn, what some porno-reading grandpa tells me. And she, he says, don't you realize nobody wants a little girl like you involved in this? And then she gets enough of it. She's like, knock it off with the little girl crap. I grew up watching you extinguish fires. I can help. And he goes with, hey... I don't care what you saw as you grew up. I had no intention of raising you to be a firefighter. Like I said, women suck. <laughs> women just suck in general. That's, I don't even know why I picked you up. And then That's the episode title. He continues, Look, no matter how much you care about something, fire can reduce it to ashes in an instant. You know that better than anyone, don't you? Don't you? And then it goes back to the flashback with her looking at a burnt out house. And he goes on his own flashback of going to save her. Firemen don't just battle flames. All those burnt up ashes pile up inside you. Your buddies who've died. People you couldn't save. I'm filled with those ashes. You think you could carry a load like that? That This is a really good speech he's giving here, by the way. Yes. And she's like, oh man, you're still not upset about my mother and father dying, are you? And he looks up and he is sort of surprised that she said that. Uh, the chief continues, and he's like, "Oh, it's it's like I it's like I killed your father and mother myself, and if you if you got killed because of me too, I I I, I don't know." <laughs> um, he just kind of trails off, but um, Tatsumi's like, "What are you saying, Baldy? <laughs> uh, my mother and father died in a fire. So what? Is that's not your fault? Besides, you saved me, didn't you? You brought me up, didn't you?" 
What's the matter with me wanting to show gratitude? I just want to be useful. God damn, is that so wrong? And the chief is kind of like, I don't need your gratitude. I didn't raise you out of love or nothing like that. I was just paying back my debt for for my crime of leaving your parents to die. And Tatsumi's just kind of like, oh, like it shocks her. And um, the chief just kind of continues. So you haven't gotten a reason to be a firefighter anymore. Now that you've got that straight, go find yourself a boyfriend somewhere and live like a normal girl. And uh, I, like the whole time, Gintoki's just going through the chief's um, porn magazines. <laughs> and uh, he's picking his nose, but I guess he picked it so hard that he that he's that his nose is bleeding or oh. something. That's weird. And uh, somebody uh, tries well, to what. Uh, remember that one injury he had with the nose, his tissue up his nose? He's like, he kind of forgot about it, and then it just, like, broke the f- blood. It broke the skin? It, it, nah, it broke the skin. It probably broke. It probably opened. Yeah, it open. opened the wound back up, so he started bleeding again. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I didn't think about it like that. C- continuity. Um. <laughs> uh, but then somebody calls out to Gintoki. Uh, hey, you, and uh, who, who's who's trying to talk to him? Just some geeky guy that's doing the terrier stereotypical putting the glasses up and then back down to correct them. He says, today's trash burning day. Why did all these sexy books get put out? And then <laughs> Gintoki was like, well, obviously, because you read them. When you, you, when you read them, you get burning hot. And suddenly he's like, eh? And then... And then his hand goes on fire, and the manga gets destroyed. He's like, oh, I'm on fire! And then <laughs> then the nerd-looking guy, he's like, They see you have to show it to trash, but if you use this stuff, all trash burns. Glug, glug. And I don't know what it is. It's probably gasoline. Probably. I don't and know. then he starts making this huge fire in the alley. And then he goes, Who needs stupid rules? We should all just burn shit. All the garbage would be done with it. And then he teeter-teeters away. <laughs> and then Gintoki gets fucking mad because he was reading good porn. And he says, hey, what the fuck back? I right, wait the fuck back. Hey, what, come. The, what the fuck back? Uh, what the fuck? And then the chief is like, that could be the arsonist. And suddenly no! somebody suddenly grabs a fire extinguisher. And Tatsumi is like, I'm taking this chance. Get the fuck out of my way. She, she extinguishes the fire, but Gintoki races out. Oh, that was a good save. <laughs> Kentucky races towards the arsonist and says, Get back here! I was reading good porn! <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, while Kentucky goes off to uh, catch the arsonist, uh, Tatsumi uh, has to deal with a fire that unfortunately has spread to another building, and she just tells everyone to um, get out of the way, that evacuate, there's a fire. And um, there's still, there's an old man left in the building blowing bubbles for some reason, and um, Tatsumi's just like, um, hey, didn't you hear me? There's a fire! Get out of there! And he's like, Gary Oldman! <laughs> I wonder if um, he's blind, as well as deaf. Uh, what, what, what makes you say that? Because he doesn't really know what's going on. Well, I mean, you, you think he would, like, feel the heat of the fire. Right, maybe he just, maybe he's a vegetable that can talk. He, he has he has no sense of hearing, seeing, or touch, or taste, or, or taste. smell. He can't smell the smoke either. Wow, that's horrible. He's a vegetable. Oh, well, maybe he's just really fucking old, though. Yeah, he's, he, and, he's and he just, just lost his senses over time. Oh, that's kind of sad. Except he can still kind of hear. If <laughs> watch like a hundred chapters later, we'll we'll, we'll get a we'll, we'll get a backstory on this random old guy. <laughs> his name is actually Gary Oldman. 
You see, this this guy actually used to be an Amanto in the Amanto War. He was the greatest warrior in the galaxy. He was better than the White Knight. Well, how come I haven't heard of him? Oh, uh, well, um, uh, Sarachi just kind of came up with this last minute. He's kind of old. He's kind of old now. He doesn't really do anything. <laughs> huh. Uh, but, yeah, he's kind of like, oh, Gary, old man, okay, I heard you. And Tatsumi's like, um, no, you didn't. <laughs> We're in earplugs. What's going on? And... Tosby just keeps yelling at this guy, hey, can't you see the smoke? Like, run for your life, you stupid old guy. Like, <laughs> I love I love um, the old guy's like, who are you calling old? You want to die? <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. How come How come you can hear me all of a sudden when I call you names? That doesn't make any sense. And um, she, she runs into the building to save this very, very senile old man. And... Uh, the fire chief goes after Tatsumi and says, that, oh, I'll rescue the old man and you call our firefighters. You hear me? And Tatsumi's like, hey, shut up. I don't gotta listen to you. And go, go spread your dandruff somewhere else. <laughs> and the fire chief's like, I will not spread my dandruff. I may be bald, but I do not have dandruff. I, I oil my scalp every day. Just a very weird conversation yeah, they're having. Um, yeah, they, they both start coughing because of the smoke. And uh, they comment on how uh, bad the fire is. The guy's still blowing bubbles in this fire-ridden house. And she goes, Pops! And he's like, what the hell are you doing? Do you want to burn up too? Or do you want to burn up? And the guy, the old guy, who's like blissfully unaware, he's like, I'm not going to the old folks' home. I'm going to stay in my... I'm going to live out my days right here. And <laughs> the girl... Is like, are you high or something? Do you not know what's going on? Jesus Christ. And then the girl ends up getting so pissed that she goes, damn it, the old fart won't budge, and slams into the door. But then when she slams into the door, uh, a shelf, she knocks over a shelf, and Fire Chief says, you idiot, and then you assume that she's crushed by this shelf. But then it cuts off to where you see the outside of the house who's being burned to a crisp. But the fire department comes in time, and they're like, oh, shit, shit's going down. And they're like, don't let this fire spread. Quick, bring the hoses. And everything's going on, and everything's chaotic. But then you see Gintoki, who's got the arsonist, so that's all good. And then they're like, oh, shit, where'd the chief go? Then it cuts back to the house with the girl trying to lift something. Actually, before we go on, I, I like I like want to notice something else in the background. Like, I, I uh, the crowd shot... Uh, where Gintoki has the arsonist. I, I like I like these two guys here, the one with the spiky hair and the one with the very slicked back hair and the in the uh goatee. Like I I don't for some reason I just I imagined a conversation between them going like Hey 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 buddy um uh, hey see see that see that fire and 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 the and the, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the and the other guys just like get the fuck off me. I don't get, I, I know genius. And this guy's like Gintoki's number one fan. Yeah, he looks like he he looks he looks like more like a stereotypical Gintoki if Gintoki actually looked like a Shonen Jump protagonist. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gintoki-san, um, Gintoki-sama, I am your number one fan. Gintoki-sensei. <laughs> um, but yeah, we find out that unfortunately this giant um, uh, dresser thing landed on top of the fire chief, and uh, Tatsumi is trying to lift it up, but she's not strong enough. Because she is a woman. I really gotta stop making these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they literally make themselves. They, they, they kind of do, almost. Um, but it probably doesn't help that we point them out. But anyway. Um, but yeah, she's not strong enough to pull up the dresser in which the fire chief is under. And she's like, oh my god, this won't budge. Why did you jump in front of it? You should have just left me. 
and the old guy is just or the old guy the the, the, the fire chief is so like oh never mind just get out and ev- get the old man and evacuate Tatsumi and she's like don't give me that crap and the fire chief is trying to talk some sense into her and says oh Tatsumi if you're if you're a halfway decent firefighter like you want to be you know what your priority is and the old guy's just sitting there blowing bubbles like he just doesn't give a shit um and the fire chief goes oh if you hesitate you might not be able to save him once I had to leave your father and mother behind to save you and uh, we see um in the background uh the chief carrying Tatsumi out with uh oh I didn't notice this before actually with um I think that's the father laying under um the burning uh debris of the house I I didn't notice that before actually that's that's kind of neat didn't notice that detail you see that John what's that see that look that's that's I think that might be Tatsumi's father oh that's that's kind of neat I didn't notice that before uh but anyway but uh Tatsumi's like oh but 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 and the chief's just like you know in firefighting a lot of it is left to fate and that's why I don't want to get you mixed up in it. You know, when I first took you in, in the beginning, it was just to pay off my debt. But somewhere along the way, I, I forgot about that. And I just enjoyed watching you grow up. And we have a little nice little panel of Tatsumi on the fire chief's shoulders. Like, he's his, like she's his daughter or something. And Tatsumi's just like, oh. And um, uh, the chief just kind of goes on. You know, before you came along... I only carried ashes, but you taught me what it means to carry this, carry the responsibility of family, and that's why you've got to get out of here, Tatsumi. I don't want to carry my daughter's ashes too, which is a very sentimental thing. But uh, go on, John. Finish, finish off this thing. She, um, Tatsumi thinks, puts her head down, but then she grabs the old man and she goes, "You idiot." Same goes for me. I don't want to carry my parents' ashes either. So, you wait here, and I'll re- be right back, Dad. So then she goes out and then um, goes out and brings a man outside. But you see the chief holding a little bubble blower and he picks it up and says, Life is like a soap bubble. All you do is ride the wind, toss back and forth, and then one day, pop, it's over. I wanted to fly a little higher, but life caught up with me in the end. And then it has a picture of little bubbles floating in the air and she's like, The chief goes, I'm sorry, Tatsumi. I flew, I flew, I flew pretty high, didn't I? And then suddenly you hear a commotion outside and the guys are like, the the firefighters are like, hey, wait, who the hell are you? What are you doing? It's dangerous. Get the fuck out. And then suddenly somebody comes in to apparently save the day and uh, rolls in and fucks up. And, <laughs> and it's Gintoki. You can see his back. Yeah, you can see his boot. And, um... Uh, Gintoki is just uh, like sitting upside down because he kind of fucked up the landing, and he's like, "Hey, glad I made it before your bubble burst, Cyclops." Um, you know, and he's just like, "Oh, you know, at your age, I, I'm not sure how far you can fly, but she'll fly pretty far as long as you keep blowing behind her." And you just see Tatsumi uh, after getting out of the building trying to go back in, but the other firefighters are uh, trying to keep her back. This is what I like about Gintoki. He always gives you, like, weird insight about the lessons of the story. Like, oh, you you can only fly so high in life. But then he goes, well, I don't know if your bubble flies high at all. So I think you got a pretty long life. (laughs) Because I'm here now. You're going to be safe. You're not flying very high. And the fire chief is just like, oh, well, who the hell are you? And he's like, well, who am I? Well, um, I'm the most badass high-flying soap bubble of them all, baby. 
that's not what he says, but, um, and then, um, we just kind of, we kind of cut to, uh, Oddjob's Gin, and, uh, Shinpachi starts complaining to Gintoki that, um, because he has a bunch of shit laying around, and his part of the room is very messy, and Shinpachi's like, oh, will you just clean the shit up already? Oh my god, it's like, I'm living in a dumpster. And, um, Kentucky's just like, oh, yeah, um, since I can't really figure out how to separate the trash, I've decided to live a life of depravity, <laughs> like a fallen angel. And Shinpachi's like, um, fallen from where? Okay, um, look at all these newspapers piling up here. God damn, like, and Shinpachi, and... Gintoki is like emanating me right now when uh, when people tell me to clean my room and start cleaning it up for me. Um, don't touch my fucking stuff. <laughs> and um, Shinpachi's just like, oh, are you hiding porn or something? And Kagura's like, oh, Shinpachi, just leave him alone. Gin, Gin's going through an awkward stage in his life. And Gintoki's like, um, you are not my mom, okay? So shut up. And we see the newspapers that Shinpachi's carrying has a headline where Tatsumi is actually helping putting out fires now and living her dream and that's the end of chapter 2 and this little storyline so I guess um, what do you think about these two chapters John? It's cool even though it's hot because they're fire Yeah, it sets your heart ablaze doesn't it? Yes we're not going to start making stupid fire jokes okay but um yeah that would exhaust me <clears throat> oh I, I I see what you did there you dumb fuck I'm just kidding I love you my love I my... love you too with a burning passion damn it I was gonna <laughs> say that I'm on fire tonight <laughs> okay okay let's 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 stop there um but but no but no for real like do you do you have do you have any thoughts on these chapters at all? What's funny about this chapter is that you notice that he just says I'm the highest flowing bubble and then it just cuts off to him in the room. It doesn't show him taking him out. He could have left him there to die. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was a bit of a weird place to cut off. But that's that's just probably because he ran out of space to actually tell that part or something because yeah. he only has like nineteen or twenty pages to work with, and and that's probably part of the reason why the story took two chapters in the manga. Whereas opposed to it took like one episode of the anime. But I, I guess stuff I like about this chapter would be like... I don't know, like, what do you think of the comedy? Comedy is is just like dick jokes. And <laughs> and, and uh, adult humor. And stuff. You know, you know, adult humor that isn't so fucking hard to sit through? Yeah. And it's not like too immature? No, it's, it's still just like... It's just like situations that are just being thrown in. They're not forced sex jokes. Yeah. They make sense. Yeah, they make sense. Um, I, I like the sound effect joke in Chapter 22. <laughs> I love that joke. I thought that was that... Everybody I, that goes sneak sneak is a sneaky person. I, I thought that joke was actually a lot funnier in the manga than it was in the anime. Yeah, because the, the, they didn't have the sneak sneak going on in the, an, in the anime. They just had, like, the ordinary people that don't just go through the alley every day. Yeah, but but I like about... What I like about the anime is that Gintoki's just doing this weird motion. Yeah, he's just like, I'm sneaking around behind the trash can. And he just does it faster. Yeah, this is great. Um, now, what what do you think about the soap bubble metaphor? Oh, uh, I like that metaphor. I really, I really because like because you it too. never know when life's going to end. Like it's it's a really strong metaphor, and I like it. I, I think something we can kind of take away from these two chapters is that life is very precious, and it can it can just kind of be snuffed out in an instant, and that's really sad to think about. But it's something that you kind of have to be reminded of. So, because you know, you can't just be. Thinking you're invincible because you're not. You're a bubble. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, oh, I, okay. I, I did you wait? What'd you say? You're a woman. Bubble. 
I thought you said you were a woman. No, I said you're a bubble. <laughs> you're not invincible because you're a woman. Women are not invincible. God. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's just something I feel like you have to take away from this chapter. Is again, just life is precious, and you really shouldn't take it for granted because, especially, especially in the case of firefighters, like I think this, I think these two chapters do a good job of showing how dangerous a firefighter can be and how stressful it really is. Because um, I never really thought about it before, how how stressful being a firefighter can be, especially when when maybe you're trying to save somebody but you don't end up saving them, and I'm sure that kind of weighs on your conscience a little bit. Mm. Uh, especially if it happens multiple times, which if it happens multiple times, you probably shouldn't be a firefighter, unless it's all circumstantial. But I guess it really depends. I know people that want to be firefighters because their family or the fact that they live next to the fire department. Or the fact that they just have a passion for saving people. And I, I think that's very, um... What, what's the word I'm looking for? Commendable. Yes. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think of the uh, relationship between Tatsumi and the Chief? I'm trying to think of something similar. But I've never come across that sort of relationship where they just take you in and they don't really just love you out of, you know, love. They, they 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 let you just grow up because, you know, oh, I, I have to pay your debt to your parents. It's kind of like giving your kid to your grandparents or something. It kind of is. is I, I guess it is, sure. Um, I, 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 I like the way... I like the way that Sirachi wrote this relationship because I, I just... I think it's a very... I, I think what comes out of it and how it turns out is a very sweet relationship. You don't see a lot of, like, real... You don't see a lot of real father and daughter relationships in in Gintama in general, and I think this is one of the few that actually you know work. Yeah, you know, yeah. like with Kagra and her dad, which we'll see more of that later. But so uh, I, I I guess um, I guess you just don't really have much to say about this chapter, John. Well, no, because I want to save all of my comparisons to the manga and anime because I've noticed a few. Yeah, there, there's a actually I kind of agree. There might be a little more to talk about with the anime because the anime does a little different, but I don't know I, I think it does a, a bit different, but it's all kind of subtle. Mm. But at the same time, it's not. But we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so I'm guessing we like these two chapters. Yeah, I, I I like them too. There's there's I guess I guess we'll just I guess we'll just save all our thoughts for the anime. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, John, ruin my podcast. I'm kidding. You're fine. I know. Sorry, we're both kind of tired. Um, <laughs> I guess before we go, we should tell people that um, you guys should buy Gintama Volume 3 on Amazon if you want to read these chapters and more of Gintama. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you should just buy that. If you'd rather have your manga digitally, that's too bad. You're going to have to tell Viz Media on Twitter that you want Gintama digitally on Viz Manga. God, I hope that happens someday. Oh, boy. Um... Yeah, we should just get to the life lesson segment, shouldn't we, John? Yeah. All right. Life Lessons segment, where we drop some life lessons on you, like a boulder. Like an anvil. 
you know, like 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 in the Looney Tunes cartoons. Yes, because they teach you life lessons. Oh yeah, totally. Like like like, like um, I, I think a good listen listen a good lesson to take from Looney Tunes cartoons is that when you get shot in the face, you don't get hurt. You just get blackened up a little bit. Yeah. And whenever you try to catch the Roadrunner, you don't catch the Roadrunner, or else you'll die. And and if you fall off a 10,000 meter cliff, um, you survive. You'll always come back. You'll always come back, no matter what. And also, if you get run over by a truck, you'll survive, too. Yeah. But uh, anyway, on to some real-life lessons. Um, so, obviously, we covered two chapters of the manga today. So, uh, we're going to have two life lessons to kind of talk about, uh, starting with uh, Lesson 21. Kids' annoyance factor is proportional to the length of their hair. Now, what do you have to say about this, John? Well, it's my—it's time for me to decipher that. Well, well, I thought I thought you had something to say about that, John. Well, I did, and that's what I was going to say. Well, what are you going to say? Uh, well, it, well, kids' annoyance factor is proportional to the length of their hair. It's funny because we have a bald guy, and we have people with erratic hair that like make no sense. Wait, who, who's the bald guy? Oh, the chief. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not a kid. Uh, well, everybody, is... everybody's a kid. Yeah, I mean, mo- most of the people in... Most of the main secondary characters in Gintama are, like, in their 20s or something, I'm assuming. Possibly. With the exception of maybe Kondo and uh, Hasegawa. Yes. Who are in their 30s. I mean, you assume that bald <clears throat> people are very wise, very intelligent, so they're not very annoying. Which they are. Yes, and so kids' <laughs> annoyance factor proportional to length of their hair. Usually people with long hair are young, and they're rebellious, and they're feisty, and they really don't know what they're doing, and, and that comes off as annoying. So, so do we have any friends like that, John? Me. Well, your hair, your hair isn't that long. What about, what about me? You I'm, just, I'm, you just I'm, don't I'm, want to say anything, I'm, that's I'm, fine. I'm actually, I'm just kidding about me. I'm just, I'm just um, long hair. Uh, well, let's see. I, I can think of, uh, one, two, three, um... We got Ori, who's not at all, and then we've got Eric, who's sort of, sometimes, when he's mad. He's irritable. Yes. He's like an old man. He's irritable. <laughs> then we have Paige, who is, um, who has the longest hair out of the group, so she's the most annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if only our podcast listeners actually knew these people. Yeah. Well, you know, they know Paige. She went on for a Dragon Ball podcast for once. Well, that's true, yeah. If you want to listen to Paige, you can listen to episodes 21 and 22 of Another Day, Another Day, Another Adventure. Yes. Jay's hair is kind of long, but she's not that annoying. And it's funny how we have Katsura, because we, we have that one um, episode where Katsura is... Katsura is usually just really silly, and he doesn't take anything seriously. Yeah, so he's the most annoying. Yes. <laughs> he also has... Elizabeth, and you can't understand that relationship ever. Yeah, no kidding. I think I think we were kind of talking about that last episode. Um, but yeah, how, how do you how, do? You, do you think this relates to Tatsumi at all? Well, she does have like not long hair, but more hair in the front. I I, I, th- I, I think would it's say because... she's annoying because she's trying to be a firefighter, but she's a woman, and the and the and and the chief's being annoyed by that. <laughs> she he's annoyed because she's a woman. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, yeah, I don't think Tatsumi's particularly annoying. She's just very, um, she's just very high spirited, and she's very passionate, like most um, shonen characters are. Yes, she should be the main character of her own series. Because yeah. like this, this is this is what most shonen protagonists are like. I'm gonna be the best there ever was, and yes. nothing's gonna stop me. It's also, <laughs> an, it's annoying how cute she is too. She is kind of cute. Yes. 
so, I don't know, have you ever dealt with kids like that, where their hair's long and they're annoying? Usually they're really short, and they're little nephews that are three years old, and they're monsters. Well, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know anybody with long hair that's annoying. Most people with long hair are really chill. Really? Uh, now that I think about it, most of my friends with long hair are kind of annoying in their own way. <laughs> Um, so, I guess, does, does the chapter title make sense? Uh, somewhat. It depends on the situation. I, I agree. Um, and then we should go on to, uh, the next chapter title, which is, uh, pretty it, great. I don't even need to decipher it. <laughs> uh, lesson 22. Stress makes you bald, but it's stressful to avoid stress. So, you end up stressed out anyway, so in the end there's nothing you can do. Um, so, yeah... You ever had any experience with this, John? All the time. All the time. We're, weren't we just talking about how, like, how stress can just fucking destroy your body? Yeah. You because of it. Because um, what it does is that you stress yourself out. You're putting, like, you're putting all of this pressure on your body that you don't need to. So you're, like, constantly worried and your body is, like, constantly making, like, blood flow and everything's going on. And, and then you explode. No, but but like it, it like stress like it, let's let's say a good example would be, would be Barack Obama actually. Oh really? Because he was like very fresh. He was like you know he had a really nice brown face. It looked really young and stuff when he first went for the campaign. Well, after being president for like two or three years, his face went pale. Like he was he's now like grayish black because hmm. of all of that stress he has to go through. He looks like he's aged twenty years. I I didn't even notice. Yeah, if you look at pictures between 2009 and 2012, he's really pale because it's really stressful to be the president of the United States. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta fucking lead an entire country, like... You gotta uh, lead a country of idiots, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I'd ever want to be president. Fuck yeah. that. Um, but, I guess, uh, I don't, need, I don't even know if I need to ask, how does this relate to the chapter, John? Oh, well... It relates to being a firefighter and how stressful it is to lose people when you are fighting fires. Yeah, and I think that's a very good... And how stressful it is to deal with a woman wanting to be a firefighter. It's just stressful dealing with women in general. Shut up! (laughs) People are going to fucking hate me. Yes, they are. But that's okay. Um, (laughs) You know know what my annoyance is proportional to? How much time I spend with you. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was really mean. I don't care, though. I know you don't. Yeah, but um, I don't. I don't think this needs any further um, explanation. I, I think. I think the chapter title really speaks for itself. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I guess the chapter title makes sense. So yes, you want to yeah. go? You want to go on to the next segment? Yeah. Okay. This is the anime manga comparison segment for episode 53 of the anime. Uh, There's not really much to say about this episode because for the most part this episode pretty much covers the material pretty well to the point where they don't really take any liberties. Um, I, I think the only two things we could say that the anime does a little more is basically, I, I think, I think they animate a little more of uh, what actually happens in the fire when the chief rescues Tatsumi. Not by much, but you actually see like 
parts of the house fall on top of him and see um, how he gets his um, gets a scar across his eye and stuff, which I thought was kind of cool. Yes, and I will add to that by saying that I did notice that when Gintoki gets hit by a fire extinguisher in the anime, he actually has, like, puffed up skin like it should be because it's, like... Because it got hurt and it's inflammated now. Because yeah, it got yeah, hit but, by a freaking ex- fire extinguisher. Yeah, he, he got hit by a giant metal thing. Yes. Like, that's... And, and, and the manga doesn't depict it very well. He, he's got a black eye. He's just a black eye in his face. <laughs> his face is still perfect. But, <laughs> and then there's times in the anime where it just, like, they, like, um, Tatsu, Tatsumi calls Gintoki's family, and then you just see this umbrella just charging towards Gintoki, and then all of a sudden, he's getting killed by Kagura, and it actually shows him, like, a lot, of, lot of blood. A lot of more violence that makes sense of that of Kagura. And then his face is just looks like a fucking, he got stung by bees in one section, where it's just like, all over. Uh, something else they really did with this episode was, um, because you know, in, in, in the second half of the storyline, I guess, uh, chapter 22, you know, that's where the soap bubble metaphor comes in. Yep. And um, I think, like, they cross this weird line where they really try to emphasize the soap bubbles a lot more in the anime. But at the same time, it's still subtle to where to where you won't really take much notice of it unless you're, un- unless you're, unless you're analyzing the manga and the anime like we are. But, yes. um... What did 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 that did that come off as weird to you at all, or did you have anything? On well, that? I think I like the anime uh, depicting it a lot more because there was a point where they they were on the hill and the firefighters was like, "This is your family now," and the kid was just sitting there, and it cuts off in the manga. But in anime, she picks up a soap thing and then makes bubbles. Yeah, I, I noticed that too, and I I actually forgot if they did that in the manga, but I guess not. Yeah, there are soap bubbles in the anime where they weren't in the manga. Yeah, like in the beginning where the kids were blowing bubbles too, while Gintoki was talking about what is right, what is wrong. In the manga, it's just showing him in an alley. Yeah, I, I, I that, that's that's nice foreshadowing there. Um, and then I think uh, there's uh, there's also just a random soap bubble that just kind of flies right after uh, Tatsumi and the chief have their first confrontation in the episode. Like, as soon as he leaves and you see Tatsumi all disgruntled, you just see a sub-bubble, like, and then just cuts to the next scene, which I thought that was kind of weird. Weird. Yeah, it wasn't really necessary. It was just kind of like, oh, sub-bubble. And then it just goes to the next thing. And then there's another thing with the manga where <clears throat> they cut off... I think we already said this, but it, it cuts off after Gintoki says, I'm the highest flying bubble in the sky, and then just goes back to the house. In the anime, he's like, I need to do this. And you actually, it actually is showed that Gintoki takes the guy out of the building and gives it back, gives him back. To gives him. it back. Yes, gives him back to Tatsumi and saves the yeah, day. Yeah, you get to see a nice little family reunion there and Tatsumi's crying and all of that. And a weird scene where the chief is like, who are you? And Kentucky's like that was me too. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's just like, and he just blows a bubble. Yeah, he just he just he blows another bubble. Uh, there's also, uh, I'm trying to think if there were any more added bubbles in the anime. <laughs> bubbles. Oh, there's, there's, um, there's soap bubbles flying around the newspapers to, again, further emphasize... Yeah, bubbles. Just bubbles everywhere. The fucking, uh, I, I, I think the best way to describe this episode is fucking bubbles! <laughs> oh, I got it in my eye! <laughs> that, that's when life <laughs> takes an eye for an eye. <laughs> that's like, it's like it's like it's predicting that somebody will stab you in the eye when a bubble pops in your uh, eye. You know the good thing about these bubbles is that they they can't cut you because they're not made of hamon. 
Shut up! <laughs> swear to God, if Caesar were here. Oh no! Yeah, that's. Oh damn it, John! You did, did you you spoiled that? I'm gonna have to bleep that out. Oh no! We'll just cut it out then. It's not that hard. No, I'll just bleep it out. Okay. There's a really particularly great shot of imagery in the anime when uh, the chief is making another one of his speeches in the burning building near the end of the episode where I I forget exactly what he's saying but um, they show this nice little scene where he's just kind of standing around and you see a bunch of bubbles around him but they like all pop until one's left and and I thought that was a really nice way of showing um, or I guess emphasizing uh, the point that he was making earlier about what it's like to be a firefighter and how many lives, you know, are, could potentially be lost in the line of duty, you know, not just with not just with victims of the fire, but like, you know, like with firefighters and stuff. And I thought that was really cool, and that that actually had kind of an impact on me. And bubbles become ashes. Yeah, like I I think I think the I think this particular anime episode has a lot of emotional impact. Yes. Like whereas. I'm not saying that the manga didn't do a good job, or that it didn't do what it needed to do, but I feel like this is one of the many examples where the anime is, where the anime really kind of actually hits you. Like, it's it's emotionally more impacting than the manga. Um, but actually, I, I will confess, when we were doing the manga recap, and I was... And we were reading the parts with the chief and his um, monologues and stuff about firefighters and soap bubbles and stuff. I actually kind of felt like, oh, that that's actually really deep. And it gets me right here. In the heart. In the heart. But, uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, what, what, what did you think of the anime episode overall? I like it a lot better than the manga, like usual. Hmm. Because it's able to depict a lot more things. Yeah. See, at first I would have, I would have just, I would have just been like, "Oh, I'm neutral. I, I, I could go with either one." But I think actually this time around, the anime episode again hits me more emotionally than the manga did. And, and so, thanks. I'm sorry. What are you saying? No, I was gonna say the 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 anime episode hit me a lot more emotionally than the manga did. So in that respect, I am, I think I am gonna have to go with the anime this time because the anime I thought did a better job of depicting the material and kind of adding to it without without seeming a little too preachy, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, like, when you're analyzing it, you can kind of be like, wow, they're really trying to emphasize this fucking metaphor. But but at the same time, it doesn't really feel... F- it doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel forced, because it's, it's not forced. It just flows. <clears throat> it flows it, like it, bubbles. It floats. It, 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 it does flow with the story, so it doesn't really feel like it's cutting off. Like It's not like they're just like, hey, metaphor. The, the metaphor just goes right into the story. It, I guess, but at the same time, it still feels like, wow, they're just adding a bunch of bubbles. Just bubbles everywhere. They're <laughs> like, really... They're, they're really like making bubbles. Like, uh, bubbles. And like I said, it's a weird line where they're not... Um, they're not really, you know... Um, what do you call it? Um... They're they're not really like overdoing it, but it's still like, wow, guys, did you really have to add this this many bubbles? I, I think we I think we get the metaphor. It's a weird line, but what were you gonna say? I forgot. Of course, you forgot. Um. So yeah, I guess we like the anime anime episode better. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. What were you gonna say? Is that you? I remember you talking about how the manga only has so many pages, so he was able. He's not. Sirachi wasn't able to like like he was but he didn't have enough pages to actually depict you know Gintoki taking the chief out of the building what's the chief's name he, that that's the that's the thing this is another character that doesn't have a name <laughs> um 
but yeah, he only has so many amount of pages, and the anime has just so much more that they can do. They can make it. They can use motion, and they have like thirty minutes, and they can fit more things in. That's true. I mean, it, it really depends on how good you are with the pacing. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you can really fuck up pacing, as as we've seen with some anime, but um, especially longer running ones. But uh, yeah, I mean, Sirachi only has like. Nine, he he only has about typically like nineteen to twenty pages to really depict what's going on. Whereas with uh, whereas with the with the anime, um, l- l- luckily I've said this many times before, but um, Gintama's really lucky to have the anime staff that it does. That e- even in like the first thirty episodes or so of the anime, it really doesn't know what it wants to do, but it's still entertaining, even even when they experiment with with the liberties that they're taking. Like, like um, I think one of the last episodes we talked about, I think just an episode or two ago, with the uh, Otsu murder mystery, they took a lot of liberties with that episode. Um, with adding in all the extra jokes and all that, that didn't really seem to make a lot of sense in terms of like, oh, they're just, they're just putting this joke here or there. And they're just referencing so many other like cop shows and mystery anime and manga and all that. But it's still it's still funny though. It's still entertaining and it doesn't feel forced. Mm-hmm. So uh, even even when they were still kind of trying to figure out what they wanted to do with the anime, they still they still make it work and it's still entertaining at least. And it doesn't feel like it's just wasting time. Thanks. But um, yeah, I, I guess it really just depends what you do with it. Uh, that's all I have to say. So, um, ready for the next segment? Yeah. All right. Alright, I guess we've come to the end of the episode. Uh, how'd you like it, John? It was good. This time, I was not tired. Like, I was I was just like, Egh. but as I went through it, I had a lot of fun recapping it. Well, that's good. I wish we had more to say after the manga, but that's okay. Yep, we covered chapters 21 and 22 of the manga this week. And uh, we also had a life lesson segment covering both chapter titles. And we had our usual anime and manga comparison segment um so yeah oh also i guess i compl- I, I forgot to mention this is in the anime segment again but uh if you want to watch episode 53 of the anime or any episode of gintama you should go to crunchyroll either watch it for free or subscribe to their service it's 6.95 a month you get to watch it in hd and there are no commercials if you subscribe so yeah i'll just uh, i'll just leave it at that um but yeah, I guess um was there anything you want to mention before we go, John? Yeah. You should check out the Pony Bits website and check out the iTunes feed because I want that to be a thing because I enjoy talking about ponies and I want to continue talking about ponies. Yeah. Um so yeah, you should go you should go visit the website at www.ponybitspodcast.wordpress.com and uh, you should also follow that on Twitter at ponybitspodcast. You can uh, go there for uh, the quickest updates on what's going on with the Pony Pets podcast. Um, we just, like we said at the top of the show, we re- just released episode two, where we talked about the first two episodes of the show, and that was pretty fun to do. Nice chat about ponies. Yeah. 
And um, look out for episode three. We're going to be talking about the uh, first issue of My Little Pony, the comics from IDW Publishing. So if you uh, if you have any thoughts on My Little Pony, you should uh, maybe email that to uh, PonyBitsPodcast at gmail.com. I love how we're just, we're just fucking advertising all the Pony Bits. Uh, but this isn't the Pony Bits Podcast. This is the Life Lessons that you can tell about on the cast. So if you want to want to visit our website, you can visit that at gintalifelessons.wordpress.com, and you can also follow us on facebook.com, twitter.com, and youtube.com slash gintamangacast. That's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-Cast. Gintamangacast. Shut up. Um, you can also follow us on gintamangacast.tumblr.com. I should probably use that a little bit more. Yes. I, don't, I don't know how to Tumblr. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, look out for our posts on Reddit. Sometimes I like to post things on Reddit and answer people's questions on there at the uh, Gintama Reddit at www.reddit.com slash r slash gintama. And uh, look, look for when I post on there, because I'll be looking for feedback on there, which none of you guys have been giving us any, so you should start listening to the podcast and uh, give us some feedback. I'd really like to read some feedback, because that's always really fun to do. And uh, speaking of feedback, actually, great segue. Great segue, Colton. Oh, why, thank you. Um, oh, you're so good. I know. Man. Thank you. Um, you can email us anything about Gintama. Um, even even on chapters that we're not going to be covering for hundreds of episodes later, we'll save it and we'll save it for that chapter. If you want to like send us send us thoughts about Benny Zakra, I don't care. We'll save that for our Benny Zakra episodes. Send us anything Gintama related or podcast related at gintalifelessons at gmail dot com. But the most important thing is what John is that you subscribe, rate, and review us on. iTunes yay so yeah you should do that again I like getting feedback otherwise I can't make the podcast any better because I don't know what you people want so yeah I guess um I guess I guess that's the end John this 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 podcast is is like is like a soap bubble but but by the time it pops it's over that didn't make any sense but anyway um I guess this has been Life Lessons, episode 18, and, um, yeah, we're done with, we're officially done with volume 3, so next episode we're going to be covering chapters from volume 4. I don't even know what chapter we're covering, because I haven't even checked on that yet. All I know is that Sadaharu is on the cover, and that's cute. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys! Okay, bye! I have been Jajan! And I have been Colton! None. What? What? I don't get your jokes sometimes. <laughs> I don't either. Our jokes? So Even the Japanese don't get our jokes. Okay, I can't stand for this. Even though I'm standing. Well, okay, if, you, if you're going to stand, at least stand proudly. I think I made that joke already. So, yeah, are you excited to talk about those, John? Mm, well, uh, yeah. Can, can you say that again without a straw in your mouth? Mm, um, um, yeah. <laughs> Take two! <laughs>
<laughs> yes. Uh, lesson 22. Stress makes you bald, but it's stressful to avoid... Fuck. <laughs> it's like a tongue twister. <laughs> stress bi- stress makes you bald, but it's stressful to avoid stress. So you end up stressed out anyway, uh, so you end up fuck. So you end up fuck. <laughs> so <you end> fuck. <laughs> oh, take three. Stress... Less was stressed because he had to take a test. Less was stressed because he had to take a test. Stress was less because he had to take a stress. Uh, <laughs> test was less. <laughs> okay, let's actually try that again. <clears throat> yep. I'm gonna put that at the end. And just fucking and then cuts to a song. Oh my good. Yes, I am. Do you understand? <laughs> oh no, Zora! Goodbye, Jiji! Goodbye, Jiji! Hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 all together. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, I think people are gonna really fucking hate this segment. <laughs> hey, if you like JoJo, get ready for Colton and John's new podcast, the JoJo's Bizarre Sounds Podcast, where we talk about nothing but the sounds in JoJo. We make really bizarre sound effects. Oh boy, it's gonna be an adventure. <laughs> It's going an adventure, guys. It's bizarre adventure time. And it's filled with JoJo jokes. (laughs) (laughs) So bad that you can't stand them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right there, we were just we were we were right in harmony. John, John, I don't know if I can do this. Can you not stand for this? No, I will stand proudly. <laughs> oh, I understand. Uh, uh, John, by the time I get done with you, there's going to be a bloody stream down your face. Get it? Because it's the name of the second opening. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but my favorite character is um, um, Pom Pompelli, Pom Pompelli Zeppeli. No, stupid. The the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the blue hair guy. Who the fuck are you talking? Oh, Paul Nareff. Paul Nareff. Why? That's such a weird fucking name. <laughs> okay, he's French. Pompelli is not a French-sounding word. It's Italian. Yeah. Yes. Paul Nareff is secretly a Zeppeli. Yeah, but, but he's my favorite because he has that one night stand. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I'd have to say Kakuine is probably my favorite character so far because because he makes everybody green with envy.
<laughs> yeah, well, well, Jotaro is my favorite because he's the star of the show. <laughs> and if he had a record, it'd be platinum. <laughs> platinum hit. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> you know what would be, be really funny? If, um, if one of the Joe stars <laughs> had a mom named Joe Mama. Joe Mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I wanna keep going. This is fun. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I think I need to take some Avdol. <laughs> I have a headache. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that me. is funny. <laughs> Oh. oh, I really wish we could watch more JoJo. Yeah, I feel empty without JoJo. Mm. It's a very you awkward feel, silence. You feel, you feel deep blue. Something. <laughs> I feel deep blue, deep like blue. the mirror. Like the mirror. Oh boy. I, I, I think we've run out of JoJo jokes. <laughs> I think we've run out of JoJo jokes. Oh, watch. I'm sure we'll come up with another fucking one and annoy everybody listening to this because I'm <laughs> because future Colton is probably going to be a smartass and probably put this at the end. Yeah. For all the people out there who listen and like JoJo. Uh, stay tuned for more of the... <laughs> <laughs> for that, what, 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 what are we going to call this podcast, John? Set a bizarre sounds podcast. No, Joko's because John and Colton. Joko's Joko's bizarre podcast. Joko's bizarre podcast. Yes, coming never. <laughs> uh, because nobody knows what JoJo is. No, wait, I'm getting a call. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that car's ringtone I made is probably the best ringtone I've ever had. <laughs> Alright, I, I think I think just like Speedwagon, we should we should retreat coolly. Make our make our exit. Because we don't do shit. You know what's really bizarre about his adventure? What? The Germans are the good guys. Yeah, that that's that is pretty bizarre. <laughs> oh my god, we've been going. And the, and the German guy actually looks like um Are you thinking of a character from Street Fighter? Yes. Guile. Yeah, he's a... It looks like Guile. Yeah, Strawheim was the um, inspiration for Guile. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. He's German, though. It didn't work. Why is he... (laughs) My real home in Germany. German science is the best in the world! Becomes an American. Oh. I don't, care, I don't care if he's a Nazi. I st- he's the best Nazi. He's the best Nazi. He saves the day from vampires. He does. He's a he's a rebellious Nazi faction that doesn't deal with Hitler's thing. Well, well I don't know. Maybe he does. <sighs> they never talk about the Aztec research at all, though. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was so really weird. Maybe that Maybe that was his own top secret project that even Hitler didn't know about. Maybe he was actually planning to kill Hitler all along. Yeah, yeah. With... Maybe, maybe he was just like, I'm going to overthrow them, be make Germany a really great place. Because we're Germany, we're the best. We're yes. the best. Oh, 
Oh yeah, totally. Beast. Okay, I think we should end this segment. We've been going on for like seven minutes now. Yeah. You sure you don't have anything else to say? Okay, okay, come on, come on, come on. What's, what's, a, what's a good JoJo quote to end this off of? What's a good JoJo quote? Now, now, John, in, in this situation, when you have nothing else, else to, to say, quote... I have to say, my name is Jonathan Wesley Winterberg, and in the honor of killing my friend, I will avenge his death. Good, good, good callback. But I was going to say, um, you know, if you have nothing else to say, you just have nothing else to do, you pick up your arms, and you lift up your legs, and you run away. And you run away. Now for my alternate technique to... Bye! <laughs> it's just like, you should go see his dead body over there. <laughs> okay, well... His runs are like... Apparently he knows JoJo's secret technique. You thought this was a podcast about oh, Gintama, oh, but it was me, Dio! <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god Okay I think we should stop time And um... Oh <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> Okay we should end it there